We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this Thursday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Jeffrey Wright joining for his weekly appearance as well. We'll talk some uh, 2024 Ole Miss football schedule, a little more on uh, some college football, some NFL, a lot of stuff going on. We'll get to all that today on the show, a show brought to you by the Oxford Exxon every single day. They got the uh, the beer cave. Again, still stuff going on this weekend. We got Army, Navy, got the finals of this in-season NBA tournament. Got a lot of sports. Still got stuff going on. Pick up your alcoholic beverages of choice there inside the beer cave at the Oxford Exxon on Highway 6 West. Lunch specials, 569, couple sides of bread any size fountain drink and more. And then remember all podcasts on MPW digital presented by twisted T more on them in a little bit. And again, Neil is in the Clark Ford studio. I am Clark Ford's in Emory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900 is that number. Call it, ask for Corey Clark, tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes and business hours, right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest is up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do, what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that is hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. A guest, including Jeffrey Wright, join on the Campbell Clinic hotline. The Campbell Clinic is in Oxford now, 2608 South Lamar Boulevard, Suite 102, just across the street from the cottages at Hooper Hollow. The Campbell Clinic provides full-service orthopedic care, everything from sports medicine to foot and ankle surgery to spine and total joint care to pediatric orthopedics, physical therapy, and more. Um to book an appointment, go to CampbellClinicOxford.com or call 901-759-3111. Walk-ins always welcome at the Campbell Clinic, Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. Jeffrey, I'm going to jump into... Uh... party this year? What's that? Are you hosting a Christmas party this year? No, uh, we hadn't done that in a while. Is that pre-pandemic? We did it. We did it the year before the pandemic, and we haven't done it since the pandemic. It just kind of—I don't know. I mean, I don't—I don't guess it, it. It intentionally died. I just—it it had not crossed my mind. So you just said that. I'll be—I'll be completely frank there. Well, I, think I mean, if you'd wife, like to come down, we'll have. Well, I mean, we can. I mean, yeah. I, my wife is looking for like any excuse to to like do something that makes her feel like a human being. 
I mean, we can you... do some sort of secondary staff Christmas party. Feel free. I mean, we can. Yeah, you know, make that happen. Pick pick a day. Come down. Okay, I'll, I'll, we'll I'll get the eggnog and the garland out. We'll do. We'll do. Something. Well, the other the other great thing I'm also realizing about my my wife, who's now a new mother, she likes to talk about things that she wants to do, and then like if I suggest something, well, well, what are we going to adjust for? I I I I don't know what to do here. Like, what 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 am I doing here? Like, I'm trying. I'm in I'm in that doghouse this weekend. Um, we were we had something planned for this weekend, and as it became apparent that. I really it wasn't going to work out. Well, that I really needed to be here to cover recruiting, and that it was just going to be stressful, and that it was just going to lead to a a, a miserable. That's, that's what a wife wants to hear. That's what she wants to hear. Yeah, yeah, that's nothing puts them in a better mood than than uh, that we got recruiting coverage that we got. Oh, well, I guess, hey, sweetie, it's junior day. <laughs> you don't understand. This yeah. means a lot to them. It's junior day. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm probably not. But you're actually saving her grief because not going is better than going and then being frustrated the entire time because of something that Walter Nolan has done over the last 24 hours. Yeah, so it's 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 not even that. It's it, I mean, look, I get it. I get it. it. It's it's the the desire for the blow by blow, and and I mean, it's man, recruiting the the people that like cover recruiting on a full time basis. God bless them. I, I don't. I don't know how. I don't know how you. Because back in the day, the kids talked to you, and now these these okay. eight, eight million kids are in the portal, and so you can only imagine like a kid who's in the portal who's legitimately targeted. Can you even imagine the shit show that is his DMs on Instagram, Twitter? I mean, there's no way they're responding to you. I mean. You're lucky to get like a, a one word answer. Like, are you visiting? Yes. Well, you're competing with 120 coaches. Coaches, yeah. the my, bloggers. My well, no, my favorite is the apparently in the portal now. Like, you can put do not contact. Like, you're in the portal, yeah. do not contact, which, by the way, I'm sure that was a legitimate recruit. Like, you know, like that, that was, I'm sure that was all by the book when it's just yeah. like, I'm in the portal, do not contact. And this, shit, said, this shit's done. Yeah. Yeah. How did, <laughs> How the, all of a sudden you just decide to go to the portal, but don't contact me. Yeah, a little, little, little pre-portaling. No, I, I, look, okay, all those are legitimate. The one thing I will say, though, Neil, is that at least as soon as the commitment happens, we're not having to blow the phones up, and it's the story has to be up in 10 minutes. That that world is beyond us, at least. Yes, that's true. So, it, so it's, it, 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 it's a given. It, it's a given to take, because look, I... Although I mean, last year, last year, I was on a flight... To Vegas, there was nothing I could do about it, and then but I didn't you were on it. a flight to Vegas. They were mad about that. They were not mad about whoever the hell it was that committed that yeah. day. I they don't. Were, they were. Was. They were mad. They were mad that I was not. And it was some offensive lineman who did not take a single snap this last year. Actually, well, look, I, I, it's the funny. It, it dovetails into the conversation on the board of the day, asking us. We're pissing we people off right now. We're pissing. No, people it's off. fine. I, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna talk about the leaked football schedule in a minute. Just give me a minute. So. Um, we were asking the board. I don't know if you saw this, Jeffrey. If we ever got pissed off at each other, and I was thinking back and how the world has changed. I probably had been working with Neil like I don't know, maybe a year, maybe less, and we were obsessed back then of rewriting commitment stories just to make sure there was something there. And if the kid doesn't talk or whatever, and I had forgot to write one on an offensive lineman from Arkansas named Mitch Hall that I'm not sure Mitch Hall ever played a down. I'm sure he played a little bit, but didn't do much. 
and he commits. And I was not sober at 208 when he committed. I had not rewritten the the uh, the pre-write story. And I remember sending an email to Neil that later that day to actually apologize for that. And it was like a such a huge deal that there was not a pre-written story on Mitch Hall. That would never be the case today that you were just determined to have to have something on a three-star offensive lineman from Arkansas as soon as it happened and in a high school recruit to boot, maybe a portal guy, but never a high school kid. Well, the other thing though, that's, that's fascinating to me because like when we talk about how the world has changed, how the consumer has changed, I think the other thing the portal has really done and maybe NIL everything, it makes you realize the drama of recruiting was completely and utterly manufactured. And this like that this, and, and I think, so I don't know if it's gotten exposed because now it's so much more transactional when in reality it was always pretty transactional. Um, But that, that kind of like, we, cause we've been talking about this. uh, We were talking about this on, on my show. It also feels to me, didn't y'all feel like the coaching carousel was less dramatic this year? And I kind of felt like that definitely last year, but I last year I chalked it up to it was it just wasn't that many big names moving. And I know like it wasn't a ton of names this year, but I think in reality, like I don't think it was actually any less dramatic. I think the the people that used to drum up coverage of this, like it's kind of gotten exposed. So the, the, like it was never really as dramatic. Like recruiting was never as dramatic. The carousel was never really as dramatic as, as it seemed. And I think now that there's just so much of everything, like we've realized like, and eh, whatever, like Elko went to A&M. Cool. Yeah. I think it, there's some truth to that. I, I think it, there is truth to that, especially, especially the recruiting part. Cause I never, I never really like, the recruiting cycle from a coverage standpoint is is sort of silly like because we what we what we've done is we as a quote industry or whatever we call us we let the kids i mean if a, if a kid puts out a tweet that says here's my top 19 uh-huh. and 30 news organizations from the rebelgroves.com to the bama insider.com whatever if we all take that and tweet it and make it a story well we, we kind of took the bait and we typically yeah. just do it and so the kids go i can handle this on my own really the only the only interesting thing about recruiting coverage to me is you can see which national guys and i mean national not not regional because the people that do the well you build relationships with the kids inside the state Ole Miss is going to sign how many kids from mississippi not many not many, a few, handful. and you know, a couple. How of many those do are, they even offer? I don't know. I mean, not not a ton, but like that's, you, I mean, like that's the other thing. It's like I don't know. I just didn't see like a ton of. I didn't see a ton of offers. I mean, I guess you could go build these. You could start stalking them when they're sophomores and get an idea of which ones. Are the it, the point is, is there'd be a lot of work for very little return. Um, it, you find out which national guys are good at building which national networks and frankly rivals is behind it's way behind right now but you find out which ones are pretty good at 
building relationships with guys so that when it comes down to the end and they're down to three schools or two schools or they're making a decision that you you can kind of be on top of that. That's that's from a coverage standpoint, that's about the only part that I find sort of interesting just to sort of watch. Kids are their own press agents. And then two, it just doesn't matter as much. So it's taken the drama away because when when it was at its height for Ole Miss, 2014, 2015, 2013, all that stuff, you knew when Larry Tunzel signed, he's probably there three years and you're going to get to do this and it's going to be this dude and it's Treadwell and, hey, this class has three years to do whatever it is they're going to do. I mean, Walter Nolan, you know, a year, you're back in the portal. Like if he's really, really good, you got to fight all people because he's really, really good like Judkins. If you're developing him, well, do you even want to put the money in? Do you want to hold on to him? Is he worth that? So, I mean, it's the the stakes are so much lower because it just doesn't matter the same way. You're not guaranteed this long-term answer. It's just this immediate, well, that's awesome, but it's almost kind of like he's committed but not signed in a way. It's cool, but it's not what it once was. And to your, like, also like the same point, it's not just recruiting. It's not just portal. It's, it's everything like we've become overwhelmed it's like i don't know what to keep up with i thought about this the other day when the chargers were playing on sunday night football against the ravens uh who's the db from canada that played at ole miss dean leonard dean leonard he's like dean leonard ole miss and my wife and i look up and we go who (laughs) like i like and then and, and then I texted a buddy. I was like, "It w- was was I like under a rock? Like I, I don't like I watch every single game. I talk about them. Like I have no recollection of this guy, none. And then it's like, you know, he was the Canada guy. And I was like, okay, I kind of vaguely remember them going to Canada to get a DB, but it's like I I could not tell you what this guy's best play at Ole Miss was. Didn't they bring him in at the same time they brought in Tavius Robinson? They did, yeah. Yeah, it I worked out. It was pretty... summer, wasn't it? It was like I feel like it was like yeah. June or July. That's a good I haul think... right there. Good job. I mean, whoever brought those guys in, I mean, that's pretty pretty strong work. I think that was Partridge, wasn't it? But you know, the portal thing is so fascinating, guys, because like to your point, Chase, I won't use details. I'm not gonna name names. I'm not even gonna name schools. People guess it, you guess it. I'm not gonna tell you yes or no. I'm just not gonna do it. But there's a kid that was committed to a school. And another school came in trying to kind of build some momentum and they made him an NIL offer or pay for play offer or whatever we're calling it these days. Legitimate. I don't, I haven't, I'm not, I'm not accusing anyone of doing anything wrong because I don't, I don't think there's any rules anymore. They made him an offer and the offer was more than his agreed to offer at the place he was committed. And so the school that he was committed to was finally like, eh, just let him take it. Let him go. And, the, and the, it wasn't the money. It was, I mean, it was the money because it's budget. But it was like, he can't play for us next year. He might not be able to play for us for two years. So in two years, one of two things is going to happen. One, we're going to have to run him off and find a place for him to go so we don't look bad because it's a kid from the state that the school's in. Or, yep. or he's going to develop. And we're going to be trying to hide that development because we don't want other people to see it. But then he's going to know he's developed and he's going to ask for the bag with leverage of, hey, I can get in the portal. And they're like, mm-hmm. so why don't we just let him go somewhere else? And he'll if he develops, 
we'll go give him the bag. That's college football today. Now, it's, you, it's, you can love that. You can hate that. It's up to you. But that's college. That is college football today. That is before the portal. You'd be like, okay, well, maybe we should take him because we think he can develop. Now, he can't help us next year, so we'll redshirt him. And then maybe in the second year, he can start to help us. And then we'll, he'll, he'll be, we get three years out of him. But those days, man, gone. With the exception, maybe kind of a little bit, the offensive line. Because that is a development spot. Yeah, well, I mean, look, Lane, I guess it was two classes ago out of the high school kid. You know, we started picking up on this, and he was one of the first ones to go, hey, for the high school prospect, give him a good time like Jane Rashada. Give him a good time, finish second. Because second might really damn matter in 12 or 14 months. Just get like, just have a good time, wish him well, lay out all the pomp, and suddenly it's not like Joe McKnight or Keelan Williams back in the day where second meant 128. Suddenly second was like, hey, when that dude gets in the portal, he's going to take our call. He had a good time. That's that. That's doable. That's what we are right now with with, with this thing. There's no doubt about that. Uh, well, so the, go ahead. the larger question, though, to me, though, is because I, I we all I think we're all in agreement. Is this a long term problem for the sport? And I don't. I'm not talking about when I'm you say problem. About, what do you, What do you mean when you say problem? I, yeah, I do not mean the health of the health of football as a sport or how you develop. I mean, in terms of fan interest, like I, I do wonder. I think that I think it could be a long, like an actual problem. It, it you know, it is a hundred percent an actual problem. You just don't see it at Ole Miss locally because they're winning. When you're winning, Correct. it doesn't matter, and you just get your dudes. Correct. But a coach who goes seven and five, six and six, and does it multiple years, well, okay, he's losing or he's not meeting expectations, and I don't know the damn kids. I don't know who I'm rooting for. I'm not seeing the build, which we always talk about is so fun. Hey, they won seven, they won eight, they won ten. That's cool. No, 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 now it's just a bunch of mercenaries in and out, and I can't keep my own players, and that guy sucks. He didn't know how to handle the portal. We're losing games. When a program gets in that, there's going to be less patience, and you're just going to blow up. So, no, it's completely fine for anybody that wins at least nine games a season, and it sucks for everybody else. Yeah, I was I in Fayetteville. I, I was I, in Fayetteville for that Arkansas Mississippi yeah. State game, and and Fa Arkansas had lost six in a row going into that game, or five in a row, whatever it was. Seasons like that, and those seasons like that happen to SEC schools. Mm -hmm. Seasons like that, when the fans go, okay, not only does my team suck, I don't know who these people are. I didn't follow these people. I don't feel a loyalty to nope, nope. You know what? These guys have been out here for three, four, five years on my team wearing my uniform at my school, and it sucks. But we're going, and we're cheering for them today, and we're going to try to get a win over Mississippi State, and maybe we, this thing gets back on the track. We're going to go. And if anything, we're going to cheer even more ferociously because we're the ones that are there. Now they're like, eh, you know what? This would be a good weekend to clean out the garage. Yeah. Or, hey, I got leaves to do, and if I don't yeah. – if I don't if I don't get in front of this, you know, the driveway is just going to be covered for a month. Like, yep. Today's a today's a good day to get after it. Um, yeah. I, I, I will say, I think I want to, like when we talk about like getting the data points, I do kind of want to watch if it's different during the, the quote-unquote 12-team playoff era. Like, are we paying attention longer? And I know for the this example that we're talking about where, you know, the 
you have the the down year that's that doesn't apply but i i've noticed people checking out like you know hey man they're eight and two but they're not going to win the division like I, i've noticed you know penn state fans checked out after ohio after they didn't score against ohio state you ready to elevate your college football game day experience twisted tea your go-to game day beverage for college football fans is unlike any hard beverage you've had before Real brewed tea, flavorable punch, 5% alcohol, no carbonation. Perfect balance. A taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. Don't settle for the usual. Twisted tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team or you're tailgating in the stadium, parking lot, watching at a bar, hosting friends at home. It's there to elevate your experiences. It complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. Our next partner is Athletic Greens. I drink AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every day. I gave AG1 a try because I wanted better gut health, sustained energy, immune system support, and I hate taking pills. I drink AG1 every morning. I love knowing I'm doing something good for my body, giving my body the nutrition it craves, covering my nutritional bases. Covering my nutritional bases for the day literally couldn't be easier, which is why I trust Athletic Greens. I just mix one small scoop of AG1 with water. I do it at night before, let it get cold in the refrigerator, shake it up in the morning, drink it first thing, done. I also like that it costs less than $3 a day. It's pretty good if you ask me. It's a really effective daily habit with the highest quality sourced ingredients. It's a win-win. If a comprehensive solution is what you need for your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash MPW. That's athleticgreens.com slash MPW. Check it out. Do you need a stocking stuffer idea, something for the boss or a secret Santa? Maybe you want to just treat your own feet. Take advantage of incredible savings with Dead Soxy's holiday 2023 sale. Head over to deadsoxy.com. Use the promo code rebelgrove. Score 33% off. Happy holidays. And as always, stay soxy. Um, we're also brought to you by uh, Whitney McNutt, Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors. If you're ser- searching for residential or commercial properties in Oxford or Tupelo, contact Whitney McNutt for amazing professional service and support. Contact Whitney at Whitney at TM Homes or 662-567-2573. Are you retiring soon? How long should you wait to take Social Security? What accounts should you pull from first? These are just some of the questions that can only be answered with a personalized retirement income plan. Andrew Seagull with Seagull Wealth Management specializes in helping folks just like you come up with their retirement game plan. Whether you meet at his office in Collierville or prefer Zoom from anywhere, schedule a free discovery meeting and see what they can do for you. It's rebelsretire.com. Uh, we'll have a hand raised guys tomorrow afternoon that's brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great people, products, and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer. 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. And we're uh, brought to you by A-Stock. It's a Nashville-based online retail company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1, no matter what the retail value may be. So shop now at astock.bid. That's A-S-T-O-C-K dot B-I-D, or download their app, Name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. A-Stock has multiple locations around Nashville, Memphis, some in Indiana, and more coming soon that offer local pickups, so don't miss out. Podcast also brought to you by the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. It's getting close to the end of 2023, so if you need to make year-end donations for tax purposes, call the foundation. 
They'll walk you through their philanthropic giving initiatives, whether it's the Vault Society or Empower. Both initiatives give a tax-deductible way to support the Champions Now campaign. If you're working on estate planning, call the foundation for that. Discuss Forever Ole Miss. For further information, 662-915-7159 or give to athletics.com. Look, I, I think it plays into what Neil's talking about. You know, that Arkansas fan, that 12-team playoff when you're nowhere near it, Sure, if you have a chance, it's keeping your fans engaged. You're going, hey, because, look, fans are optimistic by nature. If we can just get this loss and this loss and this win, and you start doing all the math, kind of like a baseball team coming down the stretch, okay. But what the Arkansas fan is dealing with starting next year is, hey, he's used to Georgia and Alabama winning national titles. That's whatever. That's no big deal. But suddenly that cat's got to look up and go, hold on a minute, Missouri and Ole Miss are in the damn playoff? Yeah. Like, well, hold on a minute. It, it, it's, it's them too? Well, I'm not. I'm not used to Ole Miss and Missouri playing for national titles now. What the hell are we talking about here? Like, if anything, it's going to make that guy even more pissed off than he would be anyway because it's an extra level that he's not normally used to. I think the I mean, question is, does does that anger does that anger display itself in like, because uh, like sometimes like you can sit there and go like, this is a sport that I don't recognize. Like, I'm just kind of out on it. Or is it like, like, I'm curious to know, like, how fans will actually react. Like, I understand it's like they're angry, but sometimes you're like, okay, well, this is not for me. And do they check out? Probably depends on the coach's capital he has built up, right? I would think so. I think it also would kind of depend on, A, how good's your basketball team? Like, what, yeah, what, yeah, else yeah. Is there to, what else is there to kind of distract you? It has never been more important to have athletic department health all the way around to keep a fan involved in something. Uh, I would argue change their yeah. I would argue for a coach. It's it might be like outside of winning, it might be like the second most important thing. Yeah, keep you involved in the colors in the school to some degree in some sport where you got something to move to. Because if everybody sucks, you're just like okay, the hell with it. I'll cheer for the NFL and the NBA, and I'll go you know be a better. Husband, cousin, brother, whatever. Or I'll, I'll um, just start betting. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so right after we uh, got off the air yesterday, um, Ole Miss's 2024 football schedule uh, leaked out. It does appear to be the correct schedule. I saw people putting a lot of caveats on it yesterday, but it was far too detailed to be a mistake uh, as it came across the, uh, the, the, the calendar sent out to alumni for 2024. Uh, let's run through it. Let's uh, do that here. Ole Miss, uh, back to the situation they had last year that Lane will not be happy with. Although as media members, it's kind of our fault that, uh, fans did not realize this because all the non-conference games have been scheduled for a long time. We could have seen the dates on these and known that this was coming. Uh, the first four games of the season are all non-conference. They happen all in a row and then eight straight SEC games. But next year is a year where there are two buys, the way the calendar falls, you start in August, so there are two buys once out of seven years-ish, something like that. Um, Furman, Middle Tennessee, at Wake, and Georgia Southern are the uh, non-conference games. Again, Wake Forest, the road trip there, September the 14th, the third week of the season. Wild stomping grounds. Let me know if you need food recommendations. Oh, yeah, back in your uh, Conagra food days. Uh, Wake Forest game was scheduled in 2014 with a date. So we have known that for uh, 10 years that that was coming the third week of the season. The Georgia Southern game was signed in 19. I found those two just off quick Google searches. Like I said, this has been going on for a while. Uh, This was already a set thing. But uh, Ole Miss, quite the chance to get off to a 4-0 start. Furman, Middle Tennessee, at Wake, and Georgia Southern. They've got homecoming against Kentucky on September the 28th. That is their SEC home opener. 
um, their SEC opener in general. It's at home. They Brock have, Vandergriff. Uh, Brock, Brock Vandergriff coming to town. There you go. That's that's with the, with the cats. There you go. Is that, is that is that where he's going? Is he committed? That's where he's going. Decent chance okay. it'll be uh, Rocket Sanders in his in his backfield. Oh, a lot going, lot going on at, at UK. Did man. you see? Did you see? I can't remember if it was who's your boy uh, Mike that was in Knoxville. Uh, Griffith. Griffith. Yeah, I think it was Mike. I think it was Mike. This is like this will be the eighth consecutive year that Kentucky will have a transfer starting quarterback. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, why not? Now they've got a kid that they've committed, Coley something. Well, I'm he, sorry. Maybe it's the eighth consecutive quarterback because Levis started for two years, right? Right. Yeah. So they just haven't started a quarterback they signed out of high school in how many ever years? Well, yeah. But like, that's the other thing. It's like, I guess who's the last Ole Miss high school? Corral. Matt, I guess. Yeah. But outside of Corral, it's Shea for his his games. And before that, it's like some of Houston Nuts end of year, end of career stuff. Zach Stout and Nathan Stanton. No, yeah. Nathan Stanton. Zach Stout, actually. No, he's a Juco guy. Yeah, Nathan Stanley. Yeah, he was a transfer. Yeah. Raymond Cotton and Nathan Stanley, if they started. Zach, that, didn't Zach also start at Clemson? I think uh, Zach, started, Zach started at Clemson and then. Or is that, is that right? Cole. I don't think Zach was a high school guy. No, Zach was an Iowa Western or a JUCO yeah, guy. Yeah, like he also, I think he also started somewhere else. I thought that was his brother yeah. Cole, but I could be wrong. Cole did obviously, but I think Zach yeah. was there too. Okay. Anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. So for Ole Miss, it's Corral, and before that, Shea, and then it goes back into Nut prior to that because I'm obviously Bo for three, and then Chad. Do y'all for... remember? Do y'all remember? This was when I I kind of decided. Uh, me and the Ole Miss fans, we need a break. When Shea wore 20 and people were trying to defend it, when it was clearly one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. He was honoring his grandfather, Jeffrey. It, who didn't even, remember we looked up, we saw the picture. His grandfather didn't even wear 20. Like, it was like he wore 22. It was, it was, that was one of the more bizarre. I still have never gotten the story on that. Like, why that actually happened. I think He switched to two in Michigan? Yes. Okay. I think it's because somebody else wanted the number that he actually wanted. And like it, that was that's still one of the more like nutty things I've ever witnessed. And then the Ole Miss people on the board trying to I've never seen Ole Miss flip on a kid like they flipped on Shea. I remember when I had the audacity when we saw remember we saw him at that first practice uh and Chad like Chad left-handed could throw it farther than Shea could. And I was like, y'all, I'm not sure like this guy's like ready. And just the board just flaming me. How you like me now? He'll he, he look, he'll he'll always have that winning college station. He, he, he will. He, he'll also have that loss at Vandy and yeah, uh state. I mean, that Vanderbilt game, wow. That, one, that was, that was I, a steamer. I mean, that was as bad as that was as bad as thirty to nothing. It may have actually been worse in some ways. We think that was worse than the fifty to whatever fifty five twenty loss at home to state. Well, that came a week later. That game was, almost does, like nobody even really remembers that game. Like that game somehow got thrown in the trash pretty quickly because of all the stuff. And Hughes, with you. and Hughes lucky for it. Yeah, he is. 
Yes, we've done this so many times, but yeah. if, if he would have coached 2017, it's a different world. Oh, they different don't go world. six and six. He's not he's the not coach. coach he's not the coach at Auburn today. No, he's not. No. Um, so after Kentucky, they got back to back road trips. They go to South Carolina. They go to LSU. Then they get a uh, bye week before Oklahoma comes to town. Then they go to Fayetteville. They come back here's, home to play. Can, yeah. Go can ahead. we back up a minute? Because yep. here's the part like, like when, <laughs> and we'll do it. So as I make fun of other people for doing it, I'm, I'm going ahead and pre making fun of myself. How in the flying hell could you possibly predict Ole Miss at South Carolina or Ole Miss at LSU today? Because as simple as this, who's South Carolina's quarterback? I don't know. Who's LSU's quarterback? Uh, maybe Nussmeyer. Maybe Nussmeyer. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, how do you even. And as of today, like as of today, could you could you say beyond a shadow of a doubt? Oh yeah, and Ole Miss will have Judkins in the backfield. I couldn't. I mean, who knows what anything looks like? I don't want to one up you here, but forget next year. How the hell do you predict the bowl games? Oh, you. We're talking about teams playing in three weeks. Who the hell's going to be playing? I don't know. You don't know. We don't. No way. No way. I mean, you just take a stab on who might actually want it more. Who's well, winning Neil's picks? Uh, keep talking. I'll find it. I've got it here. Because uh, I'm wondering. It, it, it mean, we're talking about the great pillow fight of 2023. It's awful. We typically had pretty good records, and I mean, it's it's this is this is abysmal. I couldn't believe I was still in this thing the other day when I was looking through it. Chase, you go into uh, bowl picks with a one game lead. You're one. Are under, you kidding me? You're one under 500. Jeffrey and I are right behind you. Uh, one game back. Brian is Brian is two games back of you. One game back of Jeffrey and myself. Luker, I mean, oh good God! Luker is nine games back of Rippy. We're so, talking about though. Like I don't know. I mean, I, I was like the what Chase? What year did the Braves blow like the twelve game lead in the month of September? Oh yeah, remember that? Uh, you, I, yeah, because you were way up. I feel like I spent like of the how many or fourteen weeks. I feel like I spent like ten or eleven of them in first, and I just limped home. Yeah, like I just started okay. bleeding out, bleeding out, bleeding out. But I mean, like it, I don't, I have no idea. Like I always think about this. We've had guys announce that they're in the portal, and some have either gone back to the school, or like on that one at least, that one makes sense. Like okay, the school found a way to like keep them, like mate make them an offer and keep them. But then you have like guys like Emory Jones that like went into the portal. He played for Florida and he still transferred after the bowl game. Like, I don't know who's playing. So finishing this up, and then I got a couple thoughts and we'll go through it and move on is in Fayetteville, uh, November 2nd at Arkansas, Georgia back at home, 11, nine on that one. They got another bye week before at Florida and then uh, much to Lane's chagrin. They go from at Florida to Mississippi State Thanksgiving night, five days later, uh, at, stayed at home, but after Florida. So you do have a plane trip back. So again, the SEC schedule just quickly Kentucky at is South election Carolina. Day, is election day November 5th? Is that right? Uh, that would be so that, may, that would make sense. Yes. Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be correct. November 5th. Uh, Kentucky at South Carolina, at LSU, Oklahoma at home, at Arkansas, Georgia at home, at Florida, 
Mississippi State at home. The look, if you're, if there's a couple things with Ole Miss that you would feel positive about the schedule as of December the seventh, twenty twenty three. As Neil said, there's Alabama's no way to have on. any grocery. Alabama's not on it. Frankly, you miss you miss A and M. You don't have a weird trip to Auburn because that could get odd most years. Um, it's not a bad schedule. It's really not bad at all. And then of look, they might bring in superstars, and it's not saying you're going to win all these games. But you guys were talking about it, and now I'm looking through it. Ole Miss has. Even best case, am, am I right here? They played two teams on their schedule, maybe three in the SEC with a returning quarterback, and that's best case? It's Nussmeyer at LSU, it's Mertz at Florida, and it's maybe Carson Beck at Georgia. That's it. You're playing a ton of new quarterbacks in this first year. And are we sure Mertz is going to be? like? I thought he announced that he was back. He did, but are you sure? Are you sure about what? What did you say? That's week thirteen. Well, okay, fair enough. Yeah, well, they, they, they might not have a coach or a quarterback by week thirteen. Right. I mean, that that's the part that on, I know everybody's freaked out and Lane's gonna be mad about it. But if you're gonna have a road trip, Florida could be a, an absolute dumpster fire by the day you go to Gainesville because they have the hardest schedule in college football. I can predict a storyline that week. We'll, see. well, yeah, thanks. I'm aware of that. We're going to avoid that for today. <laughs> I think about that. It's like, oh, that's convenient. convenient. I mean, you made a good point, Neil. Make the playoff if you're Ole Miss because they probably can't wait till Christmas. He doesn't. He doesn't even have to go to the airport. The airport. Oh, ha 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 ha! <laughs> Just be there and interview. Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. So that's also the other. That's the other great thing about being a fan. Now it's like, what do you root for? Like. Do you actually root for Florida to be good? Because let me tell you what, uh, Florida would be a threat for Lane Kiffin. Oh yeah, yeah, it feels like a big I'm not threat. Saying, I mean, that... I'm not saying like that that for sure, but that would be an actual threat. It fits what makes sense. A and M was never a threat. Mm-mm. Yeah, Mm-mm. Florida is a threat. So do you sit there and do you root for them to be? I don't know, nine and three. It makes the game tougher, but. No, you're you're rooting for disaster, and you're just trying to get to the playoff. You can't worry about program anymore. You're just a team. Just worry about that when it comes. Get a win. But is it the program, or is it Lane Kiffin? I don't know. I mean, the reality If you're what you're supposed to be, Florida's going to be beat up, and you just go win the football game. If you're – I mean, if it matters, because if you're not in the playoff conversation, who gives a shit? But to answer your question here, Jeffrey, it's Kiffin. Come on. I mean, almost, yeah. I mean, there's three years, three years in today's world. That's a pretty big sample size. Three years. He's put together two 10 win teams. And the other team was eight and one when they fell apart. Because he that's, was, he was, yeah, for whatever, have learned for, a lesson. for whatever, for, for whatever reasons. I mean, like I, I was, we did this the other day, this exercise where I was like, Okay, in three years, what's his only what's what are his inexcusable losses? There's only one. In three years, he has one inexcusable loss. I think that's actually the best line on his resume. Is at a program that nobody would call a blue blood program, at least not today. Maybe it will down the road. Don't yell at me. He's only lost one game that you look up and go, man, that was a stupid loss. Stayed at home, 2022. And if he wins that game, last year they're nine and three. And they go to the Citrus Bowl, and nobody remembers, oh, the big disaster. That's whatever. They would have been like, well, you know, Arkansas or whatever. And again, I go back to that game. You had to be there to understand this. 
that Arkansas team probably was as dialed in as a team that I've seen in a long time. Ole Miss was a little sleepy coming off the Alabama thing. It was late at night, all that stuff. Arkansas played an elite first half. They would have beaten a lot of teams that night. That's the part that nobody ever gives credit for. The state loss five days later was the, what are what is happening here, loss? This, this schedule, because look, Ole Miss is going into next season with an expectation to make the college football playoff, rightly or wrongly, whatever. That's what we're going to talk about all offseason is how they're going to make the playoff. What it's where they got such a break this year with that ULM game in, in the 11th game of the season, and that break doesn't happen next year. Even though I don't think the schedule is bad, the pressure that is on them at LSU and Oklahoma at home right there, even if you get off with a good start and you win and you beat Kentucky and you win at South Carolina because you know you got Georgia down there, and I guess you could get really lucky and get into the playoff at 9-3 and three because Ole Miss would have done that in some previous seasons. But once you get that first loss, you've got to get through a gauntlet knowing, hey, Georgia's still down there on this damn schedule, and you can't lose again. Yeah, it's a I lot mean, of have-to-win games in a row if you fall in Baton Rouge or against Oklahoma in Oxford. Sure. I think, I think though, the – I think the other thing, though, is trying to determine how much of last weekend with the playoff committee, how much of that was signaling versus how much of that was just kind of a one-off. If it was signaling, nine and th- an SEC nine and three team is going to have a pretty damn good shot, because I think what they signaled on on Sunday was uh, this league matters so much that it gets every benefit of the doubt. It's fair. If anything, looking ahead, it's that Ole Miss. Like, unless you're going to go beat, you're going to beat Georgia at home. You don't have a lot of chance for a premier win the last five weeks of the year. Yeah, but I mean. What was Alabama's premier win? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I mean, I understand. But I do also acknowledge that there's a difference between Alabama and Ole Miss in terms of like a committee of of old white guys. Um, But at the same time, like, you know, Texas, Texas sure seemed to get the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And look, LSU lost three times and they finished one spot out of the top 12. They finished 13. I. I mean, to me, like, that's the thing. It's like, I don't even know. I mean, I think nine and three, you're probably, I mean, it's going to also depend on, you know, what is everyone else around you doing? Like, if you're nine and three, but there's, you know, three teams that are 10 and two or better, or four teams that are 10 and two or better, okay, maybe you're on the outside looking in, but I don't know. It may, it may again, we're doing the whatever, but it, it shows you how critical the LSU and Oklahoma games are just to win them to give those teams a loss. Like, you probably have to beat Oklahoma at home in almost like a de facto playoff game. I mean, probably. I mean, there's probably going to be, like, some elimination-type games. But, I yeah. mean, I, I have... I, and I'm Ole Miss is what, Neil? 22-2 and two in their last 24 at home? Uh, right. Sounds Something like that. Okay. So, they went 8-0 and this year, right? Yeah, they <laughs> went undefeated two yep. years ago. And then they were 7-1 and one last year. No, they lost okay. twice at home last year. State lost to and Bama and State. Bama. Oh, State, yeah. <laughs> to your point, again, about the, there's my that's point. That's the unexcusable yeah. loss. It's yeah. the only. Yeah. It's the only one. In, in yeah. it's the only one in three years that we you look at and go, no, that was that was it was a stinker. It's, the best, line, it's the best line on his resume. Like, how many coaches out there can actually say that? I mean, not many. That's the only game. I mean, I mean, Hugh loses one in twenty twenty. Just forget 2020. Yeah, Hugh, Hugh would lose one or two of those a year. I mean, 
In three years, he's lost one game that you go, nah, that's inexcusable. That's it. Um, Had to win. Georgia's game, uh, schedule leaked out yesterday as well, and Ole Miss is sandwiched in between their cocktail party game in Jacksonville on November 2nd and a uh, trip from Tennessee to Athens on November 16th. So they uh, the back That's half of their schedule, Florida, Ole Miss, Tennessee, UMass, Georgia Tech. I don't know if it's going to matter, but that's a pretty good spot to be. Yeah, sure. Georgia's full schedule, Clemson uh, in Atlanta to open, Tennessee Tech, Kentucky, by week, Alabama, Auburn, State, Texas, off, Florida, Ole Miss, Tennessee, UMass, Georgia Tech. Shit, no favors. I don't, I don't know if y'all talked about it. Did Washington save us from Georgia getting into? Over Oregon? Yeah. Probably. I, I think do so think too. I do think Georgia gets in over Oregon. The more yeah. that time has passed. No, well, thing, I, but but I don't know if Bama gets. I mean, like, like the only thing that I could I could buy that committee did love them some Oregon. Like they had the they, they had the Dan Lanning heart emoji eyes. Which, by the way, I'm not taking a victory lap, but I have been consistent on this. I do not get the Dan Lanning love affair. Like, yeah, he's he's building a. He's not the first guy that's recruited well at Oregon. And if anyone has watched them play in game, he's a dummy. Now. He also has the advantage that maybe the single biggest in-game dummy, Mario Cristobal, was the guy right before him. But, like, it's basically, it seems to me, it's like, oh, it's a good-looking guy, and he's aggressive, and he talks, like, the media loves him. I I, I don't I don't get this. This guy is going to be, you know, this guy's Saban's heir apparent, all this. Like, I'm, I'm missing that. PrimeShrimp.com. Seven different flavors available for you. They also have an eighth coming soon. They got the uh, ginger soy flavor. Obviously, there's things that we can use that for as well. It's great for lunch, great for dinner, great for busy days and the holidays. You can work into recipes and do much more with it. It's freezer to plate in fewer than 10 minutes. They ship directly to your door, and we're giving you a discount. Buy five pouches or more. Get a bunch of your favorites. Try some ones you have not tried yet. Even take part in the two-pound bags of individually frozen like what's at the grocery store, it's a higher quality shrimp than the New Orleans-based company. That's code RG. Five pouches or more, 25% off. Code RG with PrimeShrimp.com. It's socialism. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Essentially. Sort of, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you want to get your Peach Bowl gear, Ole Miss and Penn State, you may have heard, are playing in the Peach Bowl December the 30th uh, in Atlanta. You can get your gear at the College Corner, collegecornerstore.com. They also have two locations in Jackson, and they have uh, another one in Oxford, right off of Cisco Avenue in the Oxford Commons. 4,000 square feet of the best Rebel gear. Again, collegecornerstore.com for all of your Christmas gift-giving uh, bowl stuff. That kind of thing. Uh, we're brought to you by Pinnacle, the Pinnacle 401k trust, 401k advisory services team. We'll uh, help you today. Comp- get in touch with them. They'll give you a complimentary, no obligation benchmarking and analysis of your current 401k plan. It's mypinwealth.com, M Y P I N N wealth.com. We're also brought to you by John Edwards Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. If you're trying to plan a vacation, a getaway to create a lifetime of unique memories, get in touch with uh, John. Give him some parameters and a budget. Let him give you some options. And know this, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or send him an email. Edwards at regencytravel.net. Oxford's newest restaurant on the square. Opa's a perfect place to plan your Christmas party, your uh, company dinner, your festive party event. Fabulous food, great craft libations as well. Uh, Opa can accommodate up to 200 guests. So for catering or booking information, uh, contact Jeannie, 601-421-7147. Uh, we're brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. Uh, they've been connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're on the job hunt, they can help you. If your company's looking to hire quality, hard-to-find talent, they can help you as well. It's always free for the candidate, and, and companies don't pay until you hire a candidate that uh, service specialist sends. In other words, you've got nothing to lose. So give Will, Sidney, or Kelsey a call at 662-832-5138 or check out their new and improved website, servicespecialistltd.com. Get the beautiful and healthy smile you deserve at Corinth Dental. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures that will result in a beautiful, long-lasting smile from routine checkups to advanced treatment, including implants and Invisalign. Corinth Dental is here to help you achieve your smile goals. So schedule your appointment today. Take the first step toward a better version of yourself at CorinthDental.com. He, there's projection in it too, because he's what, only 37? Sure. Is that right? Uh, He's young. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was he got the he, SEC gene. He was at Georgia. He was at all right, Memphis. All right, let me ask you all this. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's the question everybody's asking. I got it in my mailbag. Mail all right. Nick Saban wins the national title, wins two more games. It would easily be the best coaching job that he's done in season. And you can say, well, that's their fault for the quarterback thing being a nightmare. Sure, fine. But they fixed it. They win the national title. Does he, does he walk away? I've I've I'm reverting back to my default answer that I've given for like the last seven years. I will believe he retires when I see it. I agree. And I, I'm I, that's my answer too. I will I say think that, that's where I would go. Yeah. 
The one thing that's interesting is I go back to that Glenn Gilbo story back earlier in the year where Glenn talked to some of his buddies and he's building that place in Jupiter. And I watched this thing on ESPN where that show that means so much to so many people and it's so bad. Shoot me. Come at me. It's a terrible show. They want to fix the show. Nick Saban would fix that show. Oh, game day? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he would. Oh, I think he would. You don't? Nah. I don't think it's Do you think his appearances on McAfee are a prelude to that? That we know that's no, where this no, thing's it's, headed? It's a million dollars a year. It's just money. Okay. No, he's good on it. I, 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 but he still gives Pat McAfee 30, 45 minutes a week of his time in a way that he would. I mean, he could find a million bucks somewhere else. It's Nick Saban, for God's sure. sake. And, and I do agree that I agree with Neil's premise that he's good. I just don't think this, I don't think the show is saveable. I, cause I, I think it's, you I think be right. Things like number one, the mystique of it is gone. It's no longer special. Like so, you're already fighting an uphill battle, and then on top of that, you're trying to do like you're trying to do a live show each and every week. And ESPN is always going to be the ESPN is always going to be the we're going to try and just be checklisty. We got to do this. We got to do that. We got to get the chick. We got to get. We got to get the minority. It's just, it's never. It's not solvable. It, it it just is what it is at this point. It's competing against a show now and big noon kickoff that's frankly better produced, but and undervalued and not watched as much. And the problem, the only difference I'll have, and it's not even really, a, it's not even a devil's advocate take, is I don't think it has to be good. I think it's literally just a palate cleanser that sits on TVs every day and catches you up on like the top ten storylines and whatever capacity that looks like. I don't know that people give a damn beyond that. Yeah, and they want to find out like, oh, what's the game day game? Yeah, sounds good. Okay, cool. But, but look, I, if, I, but, I'm with, but look with, if you put if you took Corso off, bless his soul, and. Maybe reduced, maybe reduced the state, the size of the stage by one, and put Saban on there and gave him actual time. People like me who no longer watch at all would turn it on. Yeah, I mean, you turn it on. Would you watch it for the next five years, though? I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I'd have to see what it was like. I'd give it a shot. I don't even give it a shot now. I mean, I, I'll occasionally it, it comes. I, the only time I see it is at the end when I'm waiting for the eleven o'clock game to start. And because they can't stop talking, they have too many people talking. They go to 1107, 1108 to do the silly little head I thing. I think that's baked in, though. Because if it really, if they really were trying to move it along, they'd, 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 sh- they'd cut it. But a my second. point is, my point is, those are the 10 or 11, you know, uh, climactic minutes of that show. And it's awful. Awful. It's so bad. And I, p- at people that love it, they only love it because it's a nostalgic thing to them. They they don't they don't view it from a a prism of no, this is quality television. This is entertaining. And you can watch NFL shows and frankly the big the Big Ten show. And you can see pretty good television. You can make a good pregame show. And I mean, you, you and I are both NBA guys, Jeffrey. I mean, you can make a post game the yeah, post game show. I, 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 I would use I would use this also as a rebuttal. ESPN hasn't figured out their NBA show. That's true. And there's a formula. There's a formula that TNT is given, which is get experienced host, get three personalities, and let them go. Yep. Don't make it so formatted. Exactly. ESPN can't do that. Like ESPN in the end, like they have to, you know, it's got to be, we got to get the chick. We got to get all the minorities. We got to, we got to plug our own stuff. Like it just becomes, 
it becomes like this giant checklist, and ESPN's just never going to get away from that. It's too big. That's the, uh, not and also, that would be a such a dumb... I mean, what? You're going to have to pay, what, Saban, $10 million to get him? I would think. What's the he's got to give up that many Saturdays when he's not coaching. Correct. And that's that's like a, a lot of prime fishing season. But I mean, he'd be back on the golf course by one in the afternoon. But he'd have to be leaving on Thursday. Yeah, Thursday night. They do the whole rigmarole. I still, I'm, I'm, I'm going. I'm sticking my. That guy's gonna die on the sideline with some honor. He's just gonna kill over at some point. Maybe, maybe Hugh beats him again, and we both, we both die of a heart attack at the same time. Uh, a couple things quickly, uh, Jeff, before I let you out of here. Did uh, the Memphis loss on Oxford have any news value on Monday? What was the reaction up there? Um, well, I mean, obviously, we, we, we later learned on Monday night why they lost. We did, yes. Give a toothache. I mean, it happens. Guys, he barely slept. <laughs> he only got like 30 minutes of sleep. I mean, he couldn't coach. He was just too tired. I mean, to which I go, okay, if that's true, then... Why not let Rick coach if, if you're that worried, <laughs> you're that concerned? Because Rick's beaten Ole Miss. <laughs> many times. <laughs> many, many times. I mean, more times than Penny's beaten Ole Miss. Uh, yes, that's true. <laughs> uh, Is he only beaten him once? Yeah. Maybe Kermit. Because they haven't won in Oxford. I, think, I don't think they've won in Oxford since like, 05. Something like that. They lost the last few times they've been there. I think they've lost four in a row in Oxford. I will say it's a good rivalry in basketball. They should play it, it every year. It makes perfect sense to play it the every SEC year. SEC teams should play Memphis in basketball. 100%. 100%. Arkansas game, should go play them. Tennessee should go play them. Alabama should go play them. You should go, actually go schedule them in Memphis routinely and get them to yeah, do The dumb thing Ole Miss did was try to do, just was agree to the football basketball combination, whenever that was. No, the hell with that. Just play them in basketball. I mean, can you imagine Memphis and Arkansas in, uh, in FedEx? They'd fill it. Yeah. I mean, that's, they were hoping that that game in the Bahamas would, you know, because they've tried to get it and Arkansas is doing that. Oh, we'll play in Little Rock. And it's like, no one wants, no, stop. Arkansas, stop suggesting playing crap in Little Rock. No one cares. No. No one. Play the game in Memphis and then return the game in favor. Where would they play that game? At Alltel and North Little Rock? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No one cares. We want to see the we want to see the environments. Yeah. That's what was fun the other day was the environment was. Well, Chris was talking about Tuesday night. I was like, hey. You got a long way to go before you go get what those a, things. But our, on Tuesday nights for December games against Mount St. Mary's. I'm like, ah, it's well, gonna be a minute, bud. Rick was Rick was saying he was disappointed in the the Memphis fans for not showing up. They played Alabama State and Jackson State. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, Rick. Yeah. You know, we we had stuff to do. You know, it, it, it's beard is beard and it is what it is. But I actually thought like considering what I'm used to on a December game against Mount St. Mary's, the crowd wasn't bad. Like I was kind of like, Hey, it looks I, actually people showed up. Like this didn't suck. We, we right. got a, we got a, we got someone that gets spooked out by just like the wind blowing in our group chat, Neil. And he's like, beard's going to be gone because of this. It's <laughs> like, uh, buddy, I don't know if you're watching <laughs> the sport. Uh, no. 
no. there's about 80 percent of the college basketball arenas would look like that on on that game. Tuesday yeah. night against nobody. Yeah. Like God watching. Where the hell's Mount St. Mary's? Uh, Maryland. I think it's the Eastern one. Oh yeah. no, it's the Mid Atlantic one. Sorry. Yeah, it's the Mid Atlantic one. Correct. Is there yeah, even yeah, yeah. a mountain in Maryland? <laughs> What's the highest point? <laughs> they had that coach that was there for like fifty years. What was his name? Like he. I don't know. Like, I'm not a basketball historian, but they had the same coach from, like, the 50s through, like, the 90s or some crap. Uh, I don't remember what colors they are. I didn't watch I don't remember what colors are they. Are they They're navy and gold. At uh, It's Hoy Crest at 3,360 feet above sea level. Hoy Crest is Maryland's highest peak. The summit is okay. located in Garrett County on the Backbone Mountain Ridgeline about 15 miles south of Oakland near the West Virginia border. So okay, how far is that from Mount St. Mary's? Yeah. Jesus. Now, how, how the hell am I supposed to know that? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean all right, I'll ask. 3,300. That's, that's not a peak. That's a hill. <laughs> Does that not count, Jeffrey? Oh, it's not even a mile high. Like a half mile high. I'm pretty sure like I've climbed. Even I, who am a lazy sack of crap, I'm pretty sure I've climbed something that high in Malibu. It's two hours and 57 minutes, 153.9 miles, Chase. Now, you know. The highest point in Mississippi is only 806 feet above sea level. Yeah, but there's no... But how far is it from Mount St. Mary's? <laughs> there's, there's no Mount St. Jackson. <laughs> like... Yeah, Key West doesn't go, hey, Mount St. Mary's. Rocky Mountain's pretty rocky, man. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Okay, last thing. I know you really got to go, and Neil and I will probably continue this conversation. This cat for the Jaguars that put $22 on the company credit card and finally got caught. At what point did he go, hey, we're just living right, and I will go to jail, but I am spending all your damn money? Like, What was the the thought process long-term here? I mean, do you think this guy had a thought process? Okay, fair enough. Like, I think it's probably more times than not. Like, we think criminals are smart. They're not. He bought <laughs> like, a condo in Ponte Vedra on the company credit card, basically. Right. Did you, did, didn't, did, was he going to expense it? Well, well who yes. among us? I mean, you know, you trying to get the, the card. I mean, doesn't that get flagged somewhere? Like the card pops up like, hey, are you really trying to buy a condo in Ponte I mean, Neil, we had something similar to this we had to deal with. It wasn't a condo in Ponte Vedra, and that well, still got snuffed true. out, all right? Like, just, just saying. Yeah, does Amex not flag? Hey, Mr. Khan, <laughs> we, we, we've noticed a suspicious charge. <laughs> oh, God. I would you hope are... my Apple card would get flagged if someone tried to use uh, it to buy a condo. Like it's fine. My son's blowing through money for a wrestling passion project. This is nothing I can't cover. You uh, you got a big day. You got Grizzlies and Tiger wins, Jeffrey. Double win, baby. Yeah, double win. Uh, enjoy on your day. On the road. Two big road wins. God go. save Later, bud. Appreciate it. Jeffrey Wright joining us as always there on the uh, Campbell Clinic Hotline. Yeah, uh, the Tigers went on the road, got a win at VCU in overtime last night, and then the Grizzlies won. I don't know who they beat, but they did win a basketball game last night. Was it the Pistons for some reason? I don't know. I I, I worked on rec- I worked on recruiting. I, I didn't even allow myself to get distracted, and then I went to bed early. You didn't even like turn it on the television. Uh, I, I got away from it because I realized that I was going to watch it. Oh, were you really? 
Yeah. Okay. I was trying to make myself stay focused. Last the night, Grizzlies, yes, the Grizzlies the beat grind the Pistons. to December the 20th. In Detroit, 116-102 last night. Well, the Pistons are the worst team in the NBA. They're awful. They awful. are 2 and 19. The Grizzlies improved to 6 and 14. I don't know how they won twice. Had some high scoring games last night. Nothing overly close. A lot of blowouts last night, including the Mavs winning by 50 50 last night at home against the Jazz. Ooh. Uh, 147 97. Ooh. Luca goes for 40 10 and 11. What I would have guessed. Yeah, something like that. Uh, Magic lost by 10 last night. Who'd they lose to? Uh, they lost to the uh, Cavaliers last night. Donovan oh, Mitchell okay. goes for 35 and 7. Yeah, Cleveland's a good team. Yeah. I like Orlando. I love their team. Young teams. Young teams have bad days. Rockets won by nine against the Thunder in Houston last night. Yeah. Uh, Thunder have to start thinking not about Giddy's off court stuff because I think that's been settled that it's whatever. He's getting exposed defensively. Oh. Uh, and he's and he's his inability to shoot is is hurting their offense. And they have some other they have some other Case and Wallace, Trey Mann, a couple of SEC guys. Almost, uh, make, almost make more sense for them. Clippers won a home game against the Nuggets last night. Uh, the NBA obviously known for for runs and games not out of reach. Uh, the Nuggets outscored the Clippers 36-21 in the first quarter, and then the Clippers outscored the Nuggets 40 to 21 in the second quarter. Oh. Yeah, big swing there and uh and that one. Uh for anybody who missed it, as I was alluding Jeffrey and Neil there with this Jaguars thing, uh former Jacksonville Jaguars financial employee accused of stealing more than twenty two million from the franchise over a four year period, uh virtual via its virtual credit card program, according to documents filed in district court. Uh the guy held various titles during his tenure, but was most recently uh the manager of financial planning and analysis and used his sole he's used his position as the sole overseer of the franchise's virtual credit card program to fund lavish personal purchases and cover up his theft. Uh, lots of different stuff here. He escalated prices on things that were actually legitimate. He uh, used some of the money for purchases, including a condo in Ponte Vedra, a Tesla Model 3, cryptocurrency, chartering private jets, luxury hotel stays, a country club membership, wristwatches, including one that totaled $95,000. Finally got the hammer down, but he uh, made quite the use of it. Uh, $22,221,454.40. The price on this one for uh, Mr. Patel. I mean, he would round it down and say 40 cents. I mean, like, yeah, come on. Wow. Probably looking at a pretty what serious charge there. What an idiot. And at no point goes, hey, I've gotten away with it. We should probably stop and try to cover some tracks a little bit, right? Like, hey, at some point, some I guess he just thought, somebody's going to come it, in on the books. I guess he just thought I'm getting away with it. <sighs> I mean, he probably thought he was getting away with it. Dude. I mean, okay. I mean, you got to think somebody was like, hey, how'd you afford this private charter? How'd, yeah, you're how'd like you, a mid-level executive with the Jags. How'd this? Yeah, I mean, how'd you, how are you paying for this condo? Don't know. I don't know. 
Any SPRC, two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the 1 Gig, the Powers, the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team, bringing you world-class broadband. That's anyspark.com, 662-238-3159, phone servers, portal controls, network security, and much more. So again, get the best net in Lafayette County, 662-238-3159. Are you a displaced corporate executive wanting to put your career in your own hands? Are you an experienced entrepreneur looking to diversify? Andy Ludeke can help. He owns multiple franchises and businesses and uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. Call Andy. Put your life and your career in your own hands. It's 100% free. You've got nothing to lose. Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net. Contact Andy at Andy at myperfectfranchise.net or call 404-973-9901. Southern Traditions Farm is a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in uh, Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, uh, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails, a lot offered at Southern Traditions, including horseback riding offerings from beginning lessons to competing at nationally recognized competitions and more. Check them out on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. Would you like some peace of mind knowing that your roof is taken care of, whether you need an inspection, a new roof, or a maintenance program? Riverland Roofing has you covered, home or business. As a GAF Master Elite Contractor, they can offer warranties that last a lifetime. Licensed and insured, Riverland Services Mississippi and its surrounding states. So uh, text or call Riverland today, 662-644-4297. Are you ready for the ultimate college experience? Welcome to College Town Oxford, your new home away from home. They know you want the best. That's exactly what they offer. No more long commutes or missing out on campus events at Ole Miss. College Town Oxford's right next door to the Ole Miss campus, offering spacious two, three, four, and five-bedroom cottages, each with individual leases because they believe in some simplicity and flexibility. Uh, their incredible amenities will have you feeling like you're living in a resort. So, uh Grab your friends, pick out your favorite floor plan, reserve it today at collegetownoxford.com. Text their VIP list today to be the first to know when their leasing for fall 2024 is open. That's 662-300-3733. And I'll have a mailbag up later today. It's brought to you by Art Hayes of Sotheby's International Realty. Are you thinking of making a move? Put the power of Sotheby's International Realty to work for you as a licensed agent with Sotheby's International Realty and a supporter of all things Ole Miss, Art can help you buy or sell in your hometown or anywhere in the world at no charge to you. Call and ask Art Howe, 612-805-5929 or email Art at arthays at arthur.hayes at lakesmn.com. Women's Boutique on the Square Style Assembly offering clothes, shoes, purses, jewelry, art, and more. Huge selection of gooder sunglasses for men and women. They just launched their new online store. That's shopstyleassembly.com. Shipping is free anywhere in the U.S. on orders over $150. And you can use the exclusive discount code RG15 on the website between now and the end of the year. Receive 15% off your first online purchase. That includes gift cards, get Christmas, holidays knocked out. Shopstyleassembly.com to do that. They are a corporate sponsor of the Grove Collective and a founding member of the Grove Collective Business Coalition. So again, that is shopstyleassembly.com or stop by the store, 203 North Lamar. Ask for Kate. She's the owner. She'll personally help you out. Ole Miss basketball. He had a hell of a party, right? They did. Ole Miss basketball is at UCF on Sunday. I think, is it 3 o'clock? Is that correct? One time on that? Uh, yes. My understanding is a 3 o'clock game. Uh, we, we get Chris Beard today at 1230. Okay. 
So far, uh, UCF on the season, they have lost twice. They have won six times. They beat FIU at home, 85-62. They lost in Coral Gables to Miami, 88-72. They beat Cal State Fullerton, 72-44. They... uh, That was a home game. Fullerton went a long way for just a weird bye game. But anyway, South Dakota State, they won 83-80 to on a neutral site. They beat Charlotte 74-71 in overtime on a neutral site. So I guess they won some tournament somewhere. Uh, They lost to Stetson 85-82 at home to the Hatters. They beat Lipscomb 72-57, the Bisons with an S. And then they yeah. beat Jacksonville, the Dolphins, 94-52 at home as well. Not the, the Dolphins must not be a very good uh, basketball program. Not, 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 too, not too good there. UCF, too. Big opportunity. Ole Miss probably oh, going to be a top 100 win for them at home. And they've got a big 12 slate where you're going to get a lot of opportunities down that down that stretch. Yes, yeah, big chance. Big game for them. It's a, it's a kind of a, not a free shot because you don't want to lose it. A loss isn't going to hurt you. But a win, could miss. Really, yeah, a win could really help you. I mean, a win could end up being a good win in the eyes of the committee if you end up being that kind of team. UCF projected to go sixteen and fourteen, and then six and twelve in a loaded Big Twelve. Yeah, loaded. Current Ken Palm ratings in the Big Twelve. Just looking at a UCF schedule. 55, 12, 6, 33, 1, 27, 7, 18, 46, 6, 27, 46, 96, 25, 1, 32. The one is Kansas. The one is Houston. So six is the is Kansas. Six is BYU. Oh, wow. Kansas the is 12. Kansas? 12. 12. Yeah. Baylor's seven. Oklahoma's 18. Cincinnati's 27. Texas Tech's 46, Iowa State's 25, TCU's 32. Buckle up. What a league. Yeah. Well, I mean, you added Cincinnati. BYU's a good team. Different kind of game, but good team. Yeah, Yeah, good team. Uh, Juan Soto is a New York Yankee. Added overnight. They paid a lot for one year of Juan Soto. Now, I assume they'll sign him to a long-term deal. But he's a Boris client, and Boris always takes his guys to free agency. That was that was a risky move for the Yankees. You would have done it. I don't know. If I'm the Yankees, I gotta feel like, hey, I, I can overpay and I can keep him here. And if I can keep him here, then yeah, I do it. But boy, if you trade for him and you only have him one season and you don't win, and then he goes somewhere else and signs a big term, a big deal this time next year. No, I I I got fleeced. And there's no guarantees. And it's not like no. the Yankees are going to go win 110 games. Well, you could win 100 games and it doesn't matter in that division. Tampa's in that division. Baltimore's in that division. Baltimore signed Craig Kimbrell yesterday. Yeah. you got to be getting on up there a little bit. Is there much tread left on those tires? He still looked pretty good in Philadelphia this past season. Okay. And he's going to be their closer. They've already come out and said that. You want to have a big segment on all the people the Cubs have signed? Uh, it wouldn't take long, would it? Just be blank. Yeah. It's quiet. Solitude. Your uh prime don't, don't, game. Don't tonight, spend yeah. don't spend the winter telling me about all the stuff you're going to do and then not do anything. That's wrong. Just tell me, hey, I've dealt with this. I can deal with this as a fan. Hey, we're not gonna do much. We're gonna just continue to be a big market team and spend like a small market team. Okay. I mean, I, I'm not. At happy least you about know it. what to expect. 
but at least you tell me. Don't tell a little kid, man, Santa Claus is bringing the goods this year. And then he or she runs down to the living room on Christmas morning and there's like a lump of coal. You should just say, hey, it's going to be a pretty meager year for Santa. Not going to be much. Can you get yourself braced for that? Indirectly, uh, Alex Anthopoulos kind of coming out and saying they are not in any crazy uh, big negotiations for prospects. Said they signed Jared Kalinick, and that's pretty much all they have done and all they have spoken to to this point that they were. He was saying, calm down. Even I know everybody keeps trying to lump us in, but we are not in the Shohei Otani sweepstakes. You know what? When I read that story, I immediately knew, oh, he's going to the Dodgers. That moment, I knew he's going to the Dodgers because the reason is if you're Otani's agent and you want to squeeze every drop out of the Dodgers that you can, what's the one team in the National League that you float mm -hmm. to scare them? It's the Braves. Yeah, because you go, oh, shit. You're like, hey, they're going to add his bat in 24 and his arm in 25. You don't think it's worth $600 million? Mm -hmm. Maybe, yeah, you want to take a chance? And the Dodgers yeah. probably went, he's not going to Atlanta. The Braves <laughs> don't function that way. That's not who they yeah. are. <laughs> yeah. But okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a different pull than going, hey, he could go to Boston. You go, all right, fine, let him go to Boston. We'll deal with him in the World Series. Sure, whatever. You know, you know the interesting thing about Otani, though? This is really interesting to me. And it's why I kind of take the Blue Jays thing seriously. He doesn't want to do any media. You're the $550, $600 million face of the franchise, and you don't want to do media? Hmm. Go that's to a, a place where half of them speak French. That's a tough sell when you're, I mean, seriously, if you're the Dodgers and you have all of these corporate partners, you have this massive TV deal with Time Warner, I think, and you $570 million or whatever for Otani, and then it's like, hey, oh, and by the way, he doesn't do interviews. He never, you're not going to get to put him on your, mm. I mean, it's worth it, I suppose. But, boy, that's a problem. You really want the face of your franchise to be face forward. What I only read about it, was the GM with L.A. pissed off that Roberts talked about it publicly? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the agency that represents Otani had told all of the teams involved that leaks would be held against them. Okay. And all Roberts did was answer a question. He was asked, have you met with Otani? Okay, now there's three possible answers to that. Yes, no, or I can't say. And I can't say means yes. So by definition, there are only two answers to that question, yes or no. And his answer was, yeah, we met with him a couple of days ago, like three hours. It was good. That's all he said. That's not a leak. Everyone knows he met with the Dodgers. He's going to meet mm -hmm. with the Dodgers, for God's sake. It got out that he went to Dunedin to tour the Blue Jays facility. Okay. I mean, I mean, he has to go through the process. I mean, I guess he doesn't have to, but you, you have to think he's probably going to. And if you're going to spend $600 million, you might want to meet with the guy. So you think it's over? Oh, I, I think he's a Dodger. 
I, I think this was all, I'm sort of with Buster Olney on this. I mean, not that me and Buster are hanging out, but I just take his word for it. He kind of knows everybody in the game. When Buster Olney said a few weeks ago, he kind of felt like Shohei knew where he wanted to go, and this was all just a thing to drive up the price. I will say this, though, and I'm with, and I know, boy, this these people fight back and go, you media types, and I get the argument. But you had all the baseball people in Nashville this week for the winter meetings, and nothing other than the Soto deal got done because of Otani. Wouldn't it have been better for the sport to have a big Tuesday splash of Shohei Otani to the Los Angeles Dodgers? Yeah. With everybody there? And then we can get to baseball. Business. Doesn't get it. they don't get it? They don't get it. They just and you look. You can't force him to do it, but you sure could have behind the scenes said to his agency, "Hey, you you know what you generally if you know. Want. Let's go. Let's do this. Let's this would be really good for the sport. It would get this thing rolling. We'd get some headlines. Instead, I mean, you turn on national sports news. It's NFL, NFL, NFL. It's this." There, uh, the Florida State, Alabama conspiracy thing, some NBA. You know, they never even get to the Major League Baseball winter meetings. They don't even get to them. Mm-mm. Ten years ago, they got to them. Mm-hmm. Now nothing happens. You could have changed that with Shohei. He was the one guy that maybe could have bumped the NFL off the first spot for one day. For one day. It's a weird sport. Really is. I mean, I love baseball. I'll, I'll watch tons of it. Love it. It's probably, eh, it's probably my second favorite sport these days. But I like it a lot. But they they just don't know how to market themselves at all, and maybe they don't care. That's kind who, of a waste. This week, this week was a wasted opportunity for them. Who does care and who does market well is the NFL. They've got a, a prime video game tonight. Their normal Thursday. It's a dud though. Uh, you got the Steelers at home hosting the hapless at New England Patriots. The Patriots two and ten on the season. The Steelers seven and five. Pittsburgh a six point favorite tonight in uh in that one on Amazon. So you have your uh, you have your NFL game again. Army Navy is at sometime on Saturday. I don't know the game time for that. I'm just trying to find it real quick. As I'm looking through, I typically am more interested on CBS's lead-in long trailer video than I am the actual game because it's always fantastic uh, when they do sort of a theatrical intro to Army and Navy. Two o'clock from Gillette Stadium in Foxborough, Massachusetts. Tickets as low as $206 for that game on Saturday. So Army at Navy. Uh, Navy five and six. Uh, Army five and six, but it doesn't matter. Bowls have been announced. The way that game works is you have to be bowl eligible prior to the Army Navy game to be bowl eligible for one of those teams. So, no spot there. Uh, they really have to go six and five to get bowl eligible. Um, I did not know that until last week when I was trying to see whether Mississippi State's uh bowl streak was going to come to an end or or, or keep up. I did have several people send me a thing. And again, it's one poster. You could find plenty of really dumb posts on our message board and all message boards. But uh, I I did love a post on one of the state message boards early in the week where it said, hey, if Florida State gets really pissed off and refuses to go to the Orange Bowl, wouldn't that move everybody up one and then state would be the team that would would fill into a bowl game to to keep the bowl streak alive? 
Oh my God. Can you imagine if you tried to reassemble the team at this point? Hey guys, we are. It turns out we are going to go play in Birmingham. Yeah. Hey. Uh, yeah. Hey. Uh, look, we're going to uh, we're going to Annapolis, Maryland. Okay. The the Armed Forces Bowl uh, or wherever that's at. That cool. Sweet. All right. Cool. Practice starts on Monday. Oh God. What an idiot. Opt out. I'm out. Opt out. Yeah. All the opt I mean, out. That would be anybody who opted out. But you're smart. Good for you. Inside the uh, SEC quickly last night, Texas A&M got, uh, got a little healthy. They won uh, at home against DePaul, 89-64. South Carolina fell in a really good basketball game. Uh, both teams undefeated coming into the day. Clemson, 72. South Carolina, 67. So Ole Miss, the lone unbeaten inside the Southeastern Conference at this point. And then uh, San Francisco. Nobody had that on their bingo card. No, 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 no. That's a, that's a new one there. Didn't have that one. <laughs> Uh, San Francisco, the Dons, they went into Nashville and roughed up Vanderbilt 73 to 60. Vanderbilt's net is already in like the damn 200s or something. It's just a nightmare, uh, there in Nashville. So, I mean, dude, they're, they're athletic programs. Good God. Just bad. Like, I feel sorry for them, but they don't really try. So I don't know what to do. Like, I, I don't know where I fall on it. Yeah, if you don't try, I don't really feel sorry for you. Looking at uh, games on Saturday, because we probably won't do this tonight on hand raise guys, to kind of close a uh, couple, well, several really good ones, actually. I, I did not know the slate was that good on Saturday. So inside the SEC, we've got Tulane at Mississippi State. Uh, 10.30 in the morning. No, it's Atlanta. Sorry, it's a game in Atlanta. Tulane, Mississippi State, uh, 10.30 a.m. Central Time. Kentucky is going on the road and playing at Penn at the Quakers at 11 a.m. in Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia on Saturday. Illinois, the 20th-ranked Illini, are at number 17, Tennessee. So, Illinois, Tennessee at 11 o'clock at Thompson Bowling on Saturday. South Carolina is at East Carolina. They're in Greenville. Kansas State is at LSU on Saturday, 12.30. The Wildcats at the PMAC. Alabama is at number four, Purdue, on Saturday. The Boilermakers oh. hosting the Crimson Tide. On Saturday. No, sorry. It is a neutral site game. It is in Toronto. They are at Coca-Cola Coliseum in Toronto, Ontario on Saturday. Oh, how about that? My fault yeah. about that. Uh, the double header to State and Tulane there at State Farm Arena in Atlanta is uh, Auburn at Indiana. The Hoosiers and the Tigers getting together on Saturday for that one. Um, Arkansas is at number 19, Oklahoma, but that game is being played in Tulsa. So the Razorbacks and the Sooners are playing in Tulsa on Saturday at 3 o'clock. And that one, Rich Richmond, the Spiders are at Florida. That is uh, in Sunrise, Florida, at Amaranth Bank Arena. Where? Why are they doing that? You have any idea? I don't. And then the most free shot of all free shots, but again, they're not going to win. Missouri is at Fog Allen, playing at number two Kansas on Saturday in the Border War. Yeah, total free shot. So a lot of good games on Saturday. That's a, that's a big year. SEC slate. Yeah. Beat Kansas last year at home. Yeah, big SEC slate. Again, it is 3 o'clock for Ole Miss and UCF. No no line yet on that. Ken Palm predicting a very close UCF win at home against the uh, the Rebels. The, the, the strength of schedule has been bad enough that the computers are not doing Ole Miss a lot of favors as far as what they're anticipating moving forward with the rest of the season. So, uh, Well, they haven't had a lot of game control either. So Yeah, and it's all been at home. Yeah, the computer has been the only road game. Yeah, computers don't love them. Yeah, they didn't even play that tournament where you had some neutral site stuff and could whatever. They're getting hit with the uh, the home games, which I mean, it's fair, it's relevant. 
So Panrays guys tonight, five o'clock for uh, that one. We'll get together and close the week with you. Open the phone lines if you'd like to have some conversation. Talk, I don't know, bowls, college football, recruiting, whatever you want to talk about. And we will close the week of podcast at that, at least from our, our end here at MVW Digital. So hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks to Jeffrey for his time as always. And we'll see you again on Thursday night. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.